Hello, everybody. It is another podcast Monday. I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in a minute because the last one or last week's I recorded before Monday. Um, Normally, I record them, I listen to it, and I publish it. So it's been a minute, but I hope everybody had a wonderful um, Thanksgiving or time off of work, time with your family, whatever way you choose to celebrate. Um, I just stayed home. Uh, I didn't really do anything. I'm going on vacation here soon, and I'm about to see all my family anyway. So it was not... Uh, worth the trip home for me, but I did enjoy my time off. So this week I decided to talk about being biracial. My brother actually asked me, or he gave me the idea to talk about like growing up um, with uh, white mothers, personally for our experience. but just overall my experience in general I've been like thinking about it all day what exactly I'm gonna talk about with this topic because in some of my personal experiences it can be kind of touchy um for like certain people in my life and even myself so I hope I don't ruffle too many feathers with some of the content I talk about um but I'm just gonna be raw and truthful because that is what y'all deserve and that is what I deserve to live in my truth so obviously I'm half white and I'm half black my mother Um, is white and my father is black. Um, I was born in California uh, where my parents met and had me Um, and then I moved to the Midwest. I think I mentioned this on one of my first podcasts um, when I was like seven or eight years old. So for the majority of my life I've lived like out here like Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, but my father still lives in California as do my other siblings. And so I still go out there pretty often. Um, But most of my life, I was um, raised by my mom and my mom's side of the family. Um, My parents were never like together. They were never married. So I never grew up in a household where I had two parents, let alone um, my biological parents. So that's kind of like my upbringing. But... Most of my life, like I said, I grew up, you know, surrounded by uh, my mom's side of the family, which was predominantly white. Um, So I think that some of my experiences um, are different than other biracial individuals. I think it really depends on what you're mixed with and who you grow up around. That kind of shapes to an extent who you are as a person. For me, uh, my dad was, you know, here and there sometimes, so I didn't have like, and especially being so far from California, I didn't have my family, the black side of my family, super involved in my life until more recently. So some of my experiences during childhood were like, I don't want to say traumatizing, but they're very triggering, Um, especially when it came to my hair. and my demeanor and my skin color. So 
uh first like i want to talk about my skin color um obviously i'm pretty fair toned um people don't really know like if i'm black and white uh, aside from recognizing my hair and as i've gotten older i actually get mistaken for being hispanic a lot which i personally don't see but some people see it so i don't know but um yeah i'm pretty fair toned so you know it is what it is my dad is pretty light-skinned so uh this is as dark as i'm getting and my mama is white so that's just that on that uh but sometimes yeah it's it can be kind of hard because people will criticize you and um like say you're not really black because you don't have the skin tone to to match it so therefore uh just a lot of invalidation of my experiences and um who i am like as a biracial person um and then my hair my hair is like a big it's always been like a big thing in my life when i was growing up when i was little i would never let my mom brush my hair so she let me go out the house looking any type of way not really but at least at home like i remember i would cry because she just like didn't always know how to do my hair and i wouldn't let her um there's this one picture and i'm gonna post a picture when i post this podcast of my hair looking crazy and that's just how it was so i ended up growing up to have a hard head like so when i get my hair done i'm not tender-headed you can do whatever you want with my head because that's just how i grew up and then there was this one time when i was like seven or eight years old um I had gotten a perm on my hair uh, to make it straight. You know, those just for me boxes that you get from Walmart. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do that. If you have a biracial child, do not do that to them because I hated my curls. Like I didn't want to have curly hair. I didn't look like the other people at school. I wanted to have straight hair. So my grandma gave me straight hair. Um, yeah, that that fried my hair. So when my curls started to come back, it was curls at the roots and straight straggly pieces at the end. I was looking rough. I was looking crazy. Um, I didn't really come to accept my curls. I I want to say like high school, college. I didn't really like my hair in high school and college. It's really been more so out of college. So 20 plus years, it took me to like really, really love my hair, love my um, curl type, my curl pattern, and just embrace what I had. So a couple years ago is the first time um, I had gotten braids, box braids and i've gotten my hair done several times since then but it was like talk of the town amongst my family when i got my hair done my mother my grandmother they do not like when i have my hair braided or any other type of way other than my curls i'm not really sure what the reason is for them not liking it but i felt like it was a way um it was a it was a form of self-expression and i wanted to experience that side of myself um so that's what i did and that's what i continue to do um but along with that comes some downfalls you know i can color my hair but the last time i colored my hair 
I was going through like this breakup or whatever. So I decided I was going blonde. So I decided I was going to go blonder. Wrong idea. Bad idea. Don't color your hair when you're heartbroken. Just don't do it. Um, and it fried my curls. Like my hair was straight. And it was the first time in my life I had ever wished to have my curls back like I was like crying like every day like my curls were not coming back I was doing everything I could to get my curls to come back and now that that's almost a year ago and my curls still aren't back to the way they were but sometimes like what people don't understand I feel like about biracial hair is that um your curl pattern can change and it's not um, always going to be the same. So sometimes I have kinkier curls and now I have these looser curls. So I'm not sure if I'll ever get back to the way my curls were before. Um, but that's, I'm just embracing it for what it is now. It's, it's really, really healthy, um, compared to where it was a year ago. So I am proud of myself for being able to, get get it together and get my curls back so now i i love my hair and i appreciate it and i embrace all of the good and bad that we have been through um and then what else so really what i want to talk about like about my attitude and my personality um i think more so has been shaping shaping shaped as I've gotten older um I like I said wasn't really exposed to black culture let alone other cultures um until I got to college when I lived in Omaha I loved living in Omaha it was it was a very diverse community one of my best friends was black one of my other best friends was Hispanic like I was exposed to a lot of different things and then when we left Omaha I went to this small town in Iowa it's all white people so I was just like I never felt like I belonged um a lot of the people who were my friends or acquaintances would always say you know I never want to get in a fight with Jordan because she's half black like what what does that mean what does that mean I'm confused but so yeah, that was then. So then when I got to college, I was like, I can really like be whoever I want to be here. And eat as each year passed, I just got more comfortable in my growth and experiencing that other side of me. I had spent 18 years only knowing one half of myself that I felt that I, I owed it to me to to truly explore like who I am what my potential is like these last few years I've struggled a lot in my relationships with my family because they don't like I said agree with a lot of the decisions I make or the ways that I behave and you know I'm not trying to give any type of persona that I'm not me um and I always tell them you know it's like I'm 23 years old. This is this is a part of growth and learning and where I feel comfortable um, 
is the community that I'm in. That's why I moved to Kansas City because a lot of my friends were here. I had networking connections here. Um, and it was a city. I wanted to be somewhere that was more fast paced. And honestly, at this point in my life, I can't imagine living anywhere else because I have so much to be thankful for here. So that's my little bit on that. But recently, in the last couple of weeks, I've been watching more in the media about like biracial individuals who have expressed their their stories or their experiences actually last night I had posted about the Colin Kaepernick uh, series on Netflix it's been on there for a few weeks and I never watched it because I thought it was just going to be about football I mean I love football but I'm not trying to I really wasn't trying to watch that but I ended up watching it and it was it was an amazing story um and really hard to watch at some points. I mean, I don't know if anyone else has watched it, but he basically just describes his his experiences growing up as being biracial um, and having white parents who were, quite frankly, very ignorant to the things that he was experiencing. Um, but a lot of it was because of his hair type and his skin color. So sometimes, like when you're biracial, not all of us experience the same things because, as I said before, I'm pretty, excuse me, fair toned. So I don't really always experience some of the things that other people who are darker than me do. Um, and a friend of mine actually asked a question on here um, something along the lines of do you use your skin color to your advantage in certain situations? Let me make sure I am reading that right but I think that's what it was um yeah do you use your skin color in certain situations um I personally I don't I mean I don't really think that I I have a reason to um something that I do struggle with is like when I'm filling out questionnaires um or like surveys or any other thing where like it's asking for demographic information um it's been more recent in the last few years that they give you an option for two or more races, but whenever it's just white, black, or Hispanic, it's just like, which which one do you pick? Do I pick the one that I look like, or do I pick the one that I am? But in reality, I'm both. So it's just like, it's always this thing where I feel pressured to pick one side or the other, um, which is, which is really hard, which is really hard because I feel like there are positive and negatives that come with being both, you know, when you're white, you're kind of subject to, um, white privilege. I definitely think I am privileged because I am half white. That there is no doubt about that. I did not grow up being the richest kid, having the most things. Like I actually have struggled a lot in my life, but I'm still privileged because of my skin color. And that's just a fact. That's something I will never deny. Um, but it doesn't lessen how much I love being black because I get to experience a plethora of cultures or um, 
experiences within the culture um, on my own. Like I said, I didn't really grow up with with a very big black influence in my life. But now that I've chosen to explore that more, I get to learn what it means to be black on my own terms. Um, and that, like I said, is with my hair, with my religion, with social experiences, with the media. And um, I really have appreciated that experience and continue to appreciate that. Um, but it doesn't discount for the experience, the negative experiences I have, I have had from being black. Um, there have been, like I mentioned in high school, and there's been other times in college where I was prejudiced again, against by even my gender. Um, so I am not shy to experiencing negative things that are associated to being biracial. Um, and something that I really wanted to touch on was um, the pressure that you feel from people picking Sorry, y'all. I just pulled up to my office and a coworker stopped to talk to me. But basically what I was saying is um, all my life I have felt pressured to pick one side or the other. So it's always just this constant battle of which side do I conform to the most, um, which is sometimes really hard because in some situations I do feel uncomfortable or unaccepted like in some situations I'm not black enough for what people want or I'm not white enough for what people want um, so it's always like me adjusting my my behavior to what people expect out of me which isn't always fair but if anyone listening to this is biracial you get what I'm saying. Um, and specifically, like, depending on what side you grow up with, um, people say, I've heard before, if you grew up with your white family, you're white, or if you grew up with your black family, you're black. Which, I mean, I get the logic, but at the same time, like, at the end of the day, I'm both. Um, and lucky for me, at this point in my life, I do have both sides of my family in my life. Um, so, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna pick what you expect for me to pick or you um, believe is the right choice. I'm going to be me, whatever color, shape, or size that looks like. Um, and I think a lot of times that makes people uncomfortable I I don't think I know it does it makes people uncomfortable um but again I can't I can't uh hide in the shadows and not be who I am in front of everybody and that's something I'm still learning to be comfortable with um so yeah that's kind of my experience. Um, I want to touch back on the media thing. I mentioned the Colin series. Um, I also watched this show or a movie on Netflix. It's called Passing. Uh, what Passing is, it's a phrase that um, 
when black people who are lighter skin toned, um, back in the day, I don't know that people still do this. I had never even heard of it until I saw the movie. Um, who black people who are lighter skin toned when they go out in public, they dress to appear as if they're passing as white. So in the movie, this woman was married to a white man who was extremely racist towards black people, but didn't know that his wife was actually black. Um, and I wish I could remember the actress's name, but it's clear, even though her skin tone is lighter, that she is black. So just seeing that, I don't know, it was a movie, so it's a portrayal, but that experience really like, I don't know, made me, made the gears turn in my head because it's just like, I can see how, I think it was based in like the 1920s. I, I can see how at that time women, or I don't know if men did it, but would do that so that they weren't, um, at a disadvantage because you go into this, you go into one situation as a white person, you don't get the same outcome as a black person. And that's just fact. Anybody can argue with me on that. I don't care. It is what it is. Um, so I can see why people, um, would say that they're white instead of saying that they're black. Um, and for me, um, that's always like, like I've mentioned was, is a tricky, kind of thing because I never want to I never want to feel that I have to use one race against the other um but unfortunately in society that's like that's just the way things are so I feel like that's what makes it really hard about identifying as both um and I feel like I will always identify as both because that's that's what I am um and that's just, that's just the, that's just the way it is. I don't really know what more to say on that. Um, but personally, I feel like biracial people, um, are, are overlooked. Maybe it's just my experience, but I feel like at times they're overlooked and also, overpraised if that's a word I know again in the media it was it's been a big thing about lighter skinned women being more attractive than darker skinned women um and I can't I don't know if it's just me but I can't help but feel a sense of guilt sometimes that you know I'm claiming that I'm black but I don't look black you know maybe I do but I don't always see it and I feel like because you can't see something, you can't take it for what it is. So that's something I really struggle with is um, how other people see me. Um, and that kind of goes back to that question where I, I don't feel like I ever use my skin color as an advantage in certain situations, me personally. But... Yeah, I kind of just wanted to get a little personal this week about my experiences. Um, I don't want to go too heavy into detail because um, some of the experiences that I've gone through don't just include me. 
Um, and I'm not quite ready to speak on certain relationships in my life that have an impact on who I am. Um, if you're listening and you know who I am and you know part of my story, you probably know people that I'm referring to. Um, but that's just where I'm at until I feel more comfortable doing that. I just kind of wanted to shed light on my thoughts and my experiences about, you know, being mixed and how you kind of operate in the world it's it's it can be it can be challenging it can be difficult and it just goes to show that even if you don't look one way or the other people are going to treat you the way that they want to treat you whether that's good or bad so um at the end of the day in my head we're all human we all have a different story Um, And I treat everyone equally as we should be, as we're said to be, even though we're not. Um, And I always hope that people will do the same. There's been times in my life where people assumed because I am... I have white in me or I grew up with my white family that I have this sort of privilege, as I mentioned, but um, never make assumptions that's that's my piece of advice for this week Uh, always go into things with an open mind approach people with an open mind um, and be careful on passing judgment and remember or be mindful of the things that you say this is another point I wanted to touch on was microaggressions sometimes people don't understand that some of the comments you may make aren't offensive or aren't intentionally offensive, but they are. Um, And if you don't know what microaggressions are, I encourage you to look it up. Um, Something that I have gone asked all my life by 90% white people um, is if I've ever straightened my hair. And the reactions I get when I do straighten my hair. Uh, so the answer to that question is yes, I've straightened my hair. I don't live under a rock. Um, and two, oh my gosh, you look so pretty with your hair straight. Like, okay, do I not look pretty with my hair curly? You know? Or, oh my gosh, your hair is so long. Yeah, I had curly hair and now it's straight. It's gonna get longer. Like, people... People don't really like think about the things that they're saying. Um, So that's the one thing I want you guys to take away from this week is to just spread love and positivity and be accepting of people. Um, I don't say all of this to say that being white is bad or I don't like being white because there's nothing... I won't say there's nothing. I don't dislike being white. I feel like I've mentioned, I feel like there are advantages and disadvantages to any race, to any ethnicity. And that's just the way the world works because not everyone functions in the same way that I do or that you do. Um, So we just have to make sure that we're treating people, you know, just like my mom said, treating people the way you want to be treated. So if you want to be treated poorly, then um, I don't know why. (laughs) but I don't know. 
just just treat people good treat people with respect and you'll get maybe the same in return and even if you don't get the same in return you at least know you did your part um so yeah that's just a little tidbit just wanted to make sure i had some content for you guys this week um my thoughts are a little jumbled about what topics i want to do moving forward um what order they're going to be in um i don't know what i have planned for next week but the week after that actually maybe not the next two weeks but coming soon like i said i'm going on vacation with my family so there will definitely be a podcast family edition i'm super excited about that i definitely know that my sister is going to be on the podcast maybe my brother i don't know who else but look forward to that. And if you guys have something that you specifically want me to talk about, obviously message me, give me some feedback, comment on my posts, um, and just be interactive. I mean, the success of my podcast mainly depends on me, but also depends on you guys, um, what you want to see, what you want to hear. So I hope everyone has enjoyed their Monday and continue to stay blessed, y'all.